Hey, yo, what's up? This is two. I mean, ooh, my bad. It's been a while, guys. Hey, what's going on, y'all? This is two. <laughs> this is Cal. Welcome to Word to the Blur. Word to the Blur with two and Cal. The quarantine edition. <laughs> Special COVID-19 episode. <laughs> are you, how are you doing, bro? <laughs> I'm all right, man. I'm surviving. I'm trying to I'm trying to survive right now. I'm trying to keep my head up. These are some serious, uncertain times, but, uh, you know, this, this is a nice outlet for us, you know? We, yeah, sorry. We, well, it seems like we always take like a week off or something like that. This week was a little difficult, you know, with the quarantine. You know, Cal, uh, yeah. you was up top for a little minute. Yeah, I've been staying up in Washington Heights. Tucson has obviously been over here, and then our parents are over at their spot. So we've been all trying to stay in contact, but also trying to give each other some space and stuff like that. Much so, needed, much needed. Yeah. But but we, uh, we're back, you know, with this quarantine. We're going to be giving you more content. Yeah. Clearly a lot of shit has happened. But, uh, I mean, I don't want to talk too much about the coronavirus, but there are some various things that we talk about that have been affected uh, by the coronavirus. So, uh, I guess, firstly, we could talk about all the shows and movies that have gotten shut down and delayed. delayed. So, I guess, like, it started off with uh, no, way to, no Way to Die. I mean, that was the first oh, yeah. the first thing that got uh, delayed. That got delayed till November. And originally, it was supposed to come out next month. And, and Wonder, then, uh, not Wonder Woman, um, Black Widow also, right? Yeah, Black Widow was supposed to come out next month. Uh, no, uh, May. And then that got delayed. Well, they haven't even given it a release date. But yeah, just um, those movies got delayed. Uh, James Bond kind of started off first. And then yeah, all these other movies November. just following suit. Yeah. But who knows <clears throat> at this point if, if November things will be back to normal, I've calmed down a bit, but, you know, I'll, I'll remain optimistic, and I think we'll get there. God willing, man. Yeah. Even our TV shows has just gone. Exactly, like, yeah. All the of, Flash. Yeah, all of the CW shows have shut down production, so they have been able to finish their seasons in terms of filming, so I know there's one more Flash episode coming next week, I think, and I don't know how many episodes they have left, you know. Man, we and may. also remember Daniel Pettibaker, who plays Killer Frost and Caitlin Snow. Mm-hmm. She's pregnant. So it's like, how is that going to work? You know? Yeah. By the time yeah. they start filming, she could be, you know, yeah. Ready. fully. Yeah. And that, then all of that also affects other DC Universe shows. I think Titans was supposed to start filming in April and May. That doesn't sound like that's going to happen. So there may be a delay on the new season of Titans. Uh, and of course, in movies like uh, the Batman, which was filming, uh, they're taking a two week break, but it's probably going to end up being longer, seeing as how this is getting more and more serious. Um, yeah, a lot of a lot of places and countries are being affected. Yeah, by this. Suicide Squad finished filming, so they, they they just made it down to the wire. And God knows when that's going to come out. Yeah, and then, um, yeah, well, and then today, Wonder Woman got moved to August, but again, who knows what August will look like. For the for the face of the world, you know who knows where we'll be at, but uh, yeah, there's a lot's happening. But um, theater industry is also kind of switching up their game as well. So a lot of yeah, movies, a lot of places are closed. Yeah, a lot of theaters are closing, and a lot of the movies that were in those theaters are getting just pushed instantly to a uh, video on demand. Well, those people got to make their money back somehow. No, exactly, you know? exactly. So That's movies so- like. Uh, the Invisible Man. Yeah, I saw that um, that was out, and I was like, damn, yeah. isn't this something that is? They put that on um, demand. Uh, movies like Bloodshot, uh, The Gentleman, uh, Birds, Birds of, of Prey. Prey. This Ben Affleck movie called The Way Back. Which actually looks pretty interesting. Yeah, I, I heard it was really good. It got 70% of Rotten Tomatoes. Um, anything else worth the movies? Like Bad Boys some. is coming out yeah. next week? 
okay, I think next week. And then they also just put out a Rise of Skywalker early. Yeah. And this Disney Pixar movie called Onward. So at least, you know, you could have those things to, to check out while you're in your self-quarantine. There's also, and of course, Netflix always has plenty of shit. I don't know if you guys have seen Altered Carbon yet, but please check out the second season. Second season I started, is amazing. I started it. What did you think? And I was like, mm. me, me and Hannah were, were watching it. Mm-hmm. And we checked it out. And I was like, oh. Mm. Just never finished that? Yeah, because it was, it was like, I watched, we watched what, the last, the last episode of the first season, and then we started checking out this one. And I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. And I think I kind of fell asleep on it. Like, I have to remember that Ultra Carbon is like a slow burn. Yeah. So I have to, I have to really like get geared my mind up. Cause I guess with everything going on, you know, everything is so still, everything is so chill. You kind of don't want to have whatever you're watching start off as a slow burn. Mm. You know, and I think that's why I started watching the Abram uh, Star Trek movies. But we'll, we'll get into that. They also uh, just put out an ultra carbon anime movie. I haven't watched it yet, but oh, the recently trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I seen that. Well, not seen. We saw a commercial. Yeah, yeah, that also just came out. But um, yeah. So what what have you been doing to keep yourself busy? Uh, <laughs> what have you been watching? I've been working mostly. Um, so I work in the foster care. Child, child uh, welfare services. So I'm still be considered an essential worker. But if I wanted to, if I had to go out, then I could if I needed to, or if this one of my clients needed to. But thankfully, I've been fortunate enough where nobody needs me to go out. So I've been going between here and mom and dad's. Um, but to keep sane, I've been doing some reading. Definitely been reading a, a bunch of comic books. Um, you know, some things that I haven't had a chance to read yet, or just stories that I've been meaning to reread. So that's been a good staple, or not even a staple, but that's been a good thing for me. Um, and then also I've been watching the J.J. Abrams Star Trek movies. Okay. Um, I did that yesterday, and what's today? Tuesday? I'm trying to lose track of days. So Sunday I started. Today is Monday. Oh, today is. No, today is Tuesday. Really? Yeah, today is Tuesday. Jeez. Bro. Today is definitely Tuesday, because we had our, our virtual meeting at work. Yeah, wow, it is Tuesday. Today's Tuesday. So, um, so Sunday, I started with Star Trek Beyond, and then I ended it off with Star Trek Into Darkness, and then I finished Into Darkness yesterday, mm. and I started the, you know, Star Trek one with J.J. Abrams. Okay. And I just, I've been looking at the story backwards instead of forwards, and when you look back at it, it's like, damn, okay. Even... Into Darkness, which wasn't my favorite one. You know, I said, it, I always joked around and said it was a rehash of Star Trek II Rathacon. But when you look at it, it's like, okay, you know, it's the different timelines. So in the, the prime timeline, everything happened in Rathacon happened years, you know, later. But as now, in this one, it's, you know, everything's happening in their prime. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, okay. You know, you see the story develop. And I liked watching Kirk, Spock, and Leonard McCoy's characters develop so you know when you first meet leonard and um kirk or bones and kirk you know they start off as friends or whatever and then the second one kirk is just getting used to his command and everybody's getting used to their roles and by the third one they've been out in deep space exploration for about three years so everything is old hat to them so you just you see it you know you see how it's not as fun 
as Kirk has been making it seem like in the first two movies, you know? Yeah. There's like a, a, a burden or a weight to him. So I enjoyed watching the aspect and the character developments between the three movies. Yeah, I've been, um, what have I been checking out? Like I said, I've, like, I know if you guys been listening that I have been watching much of Picard, but I'm all caught up on Picard and I love it. I really do love it. Um, I'm almost kind of sad that I caught up because I was enjoying binging so much. And I was just like, oh, now I got to wait like everybody else. Yeah. Wait till Thursday. Yeah. But I'm, I'm loving what's going on so far. I'm loving the storyline. This, up, this upcoming um, Thursday is the last episode. The last episode, episode season it. finale, yeah. So I've been checking out Picard. Um, I watched two documentaries on Star Wars. So I watched, uh, it was a, this one documentary that came with the digital download of the Rise of Skywalker movie. And it was about an hour and a half. And they pretty much detailed the Rise of Skywalker from writing the script to pre-production to filming to end, to the movie ending and how they kind of fit Carrie Fisher into the movie. And then I watched another documentary oh, a couple yeah, of days they later. Her, they had her daughter play some of their scenes. Yeah. And then I watched another documentary a couple of days later about the uh, uh, the Last Jedi. And then that was very interesting and actually a very emotional documentary because it talks about how Mark Hamill didn't specifically, you know, like what, being, what was being done with his character and how him and the director kind of had differences of opinion in terms yeah. of what should be done with Luke Skywalker. And it was, it was, it was more real. It was, it was, had the same sort of in-depth um, thing that the last documentary had, but I felt the, the rise of, I mean, the last Jedi one was a little more um, real. Like, personal. yeah, personal. Cause the director was talking about you know, how nervous he was to fuck up. You know, he didn't want to make a bad movie and just the excitement and the pressure of making Star Wars and just, it was, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. But uh, yeah, I don't know what else I've been watching. Just a lot of almost random shit on on Netflix that I don't even really need to list. I watched this one show called Letter Letter to the King, which was pretty chill. It was about this knight that has to deliver a letter to the king before his kingdom gets taken over and shit. It was it was alright. It was a good way to waste time. <laughs> Speaking of that, there's a movie that's like that, right? That's the 1917 movie. Oh yeah, yeah. I heard that was good too. I thought about picking that up. I heard 1917 was really good. Maybe next payday. Maybe yeah. next payday. Um, what else? I feel like, didn't you have a another movie on Movies Anywhere? That, um... There's a couple things, man. Um, what did I recently get? So, oh, Superman Red Sun. Mm-hmm. That was really, really good. I like that. Superman um, Red Sun was good. You know, great take on the comic book. You know, there were certain things that were skipped out, but for the most part, they they really, really kept to it. I remember when Dad first brought home that comic book when we was kids. I think I've only read it twice in my lifetime. As an adult, I probably need to read it again. I think I read it when he bought it. I think when he bought it, we, I was in middle school. He might have been in elementary school. So that was the first time I looked at it. And then the second time, I want to say I might have been in college, and Dad and I was just looking through his closet for some comic For I don't remember what comic book we were looking for, but we came across it. But it was a really good movie. It was a really dope take on the Man of Steel. You get a dope ass BVS moment, you know. Oh, with the Russian Batman. Yeah, yeah, no, it he did. was fire. It he did. was fire. Bro. It was really good. It was really, really good. You start to see how, like, how Superman, a different take on Superman, how he starts. It, ah, uh, it kind of shows you what when you try to lead with the best intentions, and how those best intentions can be. What is it? The road is paid. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. Mm-hmm. 
So you kind of you kind of see that being shown in this cartoon. You know, did you watch <clears throat> the uh, the preview for Justice League Dark? Yeah. I watched that. Some looks of so it. fucking extreme, dude. I was like, ooh. Clark looks crazy. Word. I was like, how am I going to come out on the end of this? Like, this looks so violent. You're going to come out like shaking and shit. Like, what? DC, what? what? Yeah, I know. I, I kind of got Endgame vibes from it, but just more violent. And then, like, you see images of, like, Green Lantern getting ripped up. There, I saw, like, a, another trailer. Oh, when they go to attack Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, I saw another trailer when that Green gets stabbed through the chest. Oh, like, apparently, they, like, they kill a lot of damn people. That's sick. That's crazy. I can't. So look back to Picard real quick. What was your what was your favorite episode so far? I loved where Picard went to go pick up uh Elnor. Uh absolute Kendor. That's yeah, absolute Kendor. So it was like That's probably my favorite episode. And then I also liked I mean there's a I also liked um where Seven of Nine joined them and they went to go look for Maddox. Oh, that's the penultimate episode? No, it was because they all had the disguises, and they oh, went to that lady who was like, who was like collecting boards, yeah, yeah, and yeah, taking yeah, pieces yeah, at them. Yeah, yeah. That was a good. One. That's right after Absolute Kendo. Yeah, that episode. And then two. also there was another badass episode I like where um, Seven of Nine hooked up to the board cube. That's the panel to the episode. Yeah, that one was pretty good. Yeah, that she was like, we yeah. bought a board. I was like, damn, that was dope. Did you hear that they might be giving her her own spinoff? Really, they're just gonna give everyone a fucking show for Star Trek. Bro. We don't have enough. I mean, like, TV TV might be the way to go with Star Trek. I mean, because God knows we probably won't get another movie for a long time. Bro, Star Trek 4 is pretty much gone. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Both the Chris's fucked it up. They couldn't yeah. get over their fucking egos. And, yeah, and Simon Pegg was saying that, um, I mean, the movies are expensive, and unfortunately, they don't make that much money compared to, like, a Star Wars or the other ones. And then even then, I think what made the whole Star Trek Boat you lose steam, or the train lose steam was mm-hmm. the death of Anton Yelly. Yeah, yeah, that that also made them lose steam and kind of be like, oh man, like how do, do you build wanna... without him? Yeah, because that's some that's some crazy shit. <coughs> that is like ridiculously crazy. Um, I think my favorite episodes was definitely Absolute Candor, a candor. I like the episode where you get to see William Riker and Deanna Troy. Mm-hmm. It was just good to see where they're at because I've read the extended canon. Oh, I did like that one too. Uh, yeah, I, like because you know me, I'm not like the biggest Star Trek person, but it just felt so good to see them. It warmed your heart. And, like the part where uh, he's like, "Are you in trouble?" and he's in the house. He's like, "Shields up!" Then it does like, <laughs> yeah, like I was like, "Cause I was like, I was like, I know Tuesday must have loved this shit because, like I said, I'm not, I'm not a huge Star Trek fan, but like." When you know you know enough of it, and you see enough of it, like you get it. And then he was just like, "You're in trouble. What do you need? Let's roll." Like, Word. I was like, "Word." Had the biggest grin, bro. He went back into that first shields up. I was like, "Anti-cloak initiate, anti-cloaking scan." Word. I was like, "You got anti-cloaking scans now." I loved it. I loved it, bro. I loved that moment, bro. When and just felt good. It wasn't forced. It was just yeah. It was nice. And what I liked about it too, because I've read. The Commander Riker or the Captain Riker stories when he was after Nemesis, he takes over the Starship Titan. Mm-hmm. And so he had his own book series. Man, that was some of the best Star Trek writing I've ever read in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to see what, what happens. Like he has the first um, 
totally diverse crew in Starfleet. You know how in all the shows they're mostly human? He had a Vulcan and a Dorian, like a Tellarite. Like he had different, there wasn't that many humanoid life forms as yeah. his crew. So it was like, damn, this is fucking dope. And then when you get to see um, him come back and see Deanna Troy, and it's like, fuck, like this is so dope. And then to hear that they had a son, which in the books they did have a son. Mm-hmm. And it's like, whoa. Oh, wow. Yeah. Keep it going, guys. And just, just to see the camaraderie that he has with Patrick Stewart. Yeah, you, know, you can tell they like, miss working with each other. Yeah, it just, it felt like, I feel like, I mean, I don't know them personally, so I don't know this, but I just feel like they're good friends. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It just felt good. It felt natural. I Nothing was forced. Like I believe this. It's like, it just, it felt good. You know what I mean? In a time like this, it just felt good. That's all. I don't, I don't really know what else to say about well, it. Well, the thing, out good. of all the Star Trek cast, the next generation is the closest. Mm. Um, they're, all, they're always going out to dinner, taking vacations together. Like, if you look on, like, your Instagrams and Twitter, Twitters, they hang out quite frequently. That's good. That's good. Is, it, is, is um, the next generation have the most seasons out of all Star Trek shows? No. the most. All of them have about seven seasons with the exception of Enterprise. Enterprise was how many seasons? Four. Okay. Okay. Damn. And Enterprise, in my opinion, didn't didn't get a fair shake. Like at first, I didn't respect it. I was like, it's taking place after before Kurt. The fuck do I care? I'm not gonna front. Jerry Ryan is fine. Oh, seven, seven or nine. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I was like, man, <laughs> she looks pretty good to me. Milana Torres was fire. Um. Who played the Klingon officer on Voyager? Mm-hmm. She was the engineer. Oh, I she remember. Engineer. She was fine. Yeah, yeah. She was fine. Roxanne Dawson, I think it's her name. And then old girl that played um, Major Kara. Okay. And um, the Dabu girl. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I would actually look up look up her episode with the Dabu oh, girl. Oh man, and she just watch. Was- Bad. Yeah, she always she was uh, always in the best outfits ever. <laughs> so that was nice. Shout out to the truck. Um, no, yeah, I mean, I, clearly Star Trek has has been a theme right now. But um, yeah, just just going back to it, I just think um, it's just important to distract yourselves. You know what I mean? Try to keep your head up. You know, just stay distracted and just watch as many things as possible. But um. I'll give you guys a list of some things you should check out. I mean, definitely, if you can, check out Rise of Skywalker. And check out that documentary um, that I was just telling you guys about. It's If you really love movies and how they do what they do on big budget, you know, $100 million movies, it's a, it's just a good way to learn. You know, I remember when I was younger, I used to watch a lot of film kind of documentaries and stuff like that. And just <laughs> the ins and outs of movie making and, and how long of a process it is, you know. Some people really don't understand how many months and hours people sacrifice for our entertainment. But, uh, yeah, Tuesday I had to step away, so I'll just keep talking to you guys. Um, What else? I mean, what else have I been watching? Oh, oh you guys should also check out The the Gentleman, which is this Guy Ritchie movie. It's about um oh, this uh, American guy uh, kind of goes to school in England and he gets educated, ends up having a British education, and uh, he ends up forming one of the world's biggest weed and enterprises. And people try coming after his uh, 
his mantle, I guess his, his kingdom, and he kind of has to get back into the saddle and start kicking ass. But if you like Guy Ritchie, the guy Guy Ritchie directed movies like uh, Sherlock Holmes. He's done a lot of gangster kind of British movies like uh, Snatch, Rock and Roller, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. A lot of good movies, man. A lot of good movies. But um, yeah, it's just I would love to hear what you guys have been checking out. How you guys been keeping yourself busy? What kind of secret things on Netflix you guys been watching? You know, share the gems with me, man. Share the gems because uh, it seems like we got a long way to go before things get better, and uh, we should all try and stay entertained as much as possible. You know, not to lose our minds. But um, yeah, we just wanted to check in really quickly. Just to give you guys some content, let you guys know what's up. Uh, but thank you for tuning in with us. My name's Cal, and uh, too is a little busy right now. He's doing some work, you know. He's on call. He's an essential worker. But uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, we love you guys. Please stay safe. Stay healthy. Peace.